Welcome to Between the Lines, an IQEQ podcast providing inside perspective with outside expertise. game changer. It will save so much time. It'll basically take care of everything that you need to do and it's right there. If, if you're changing accounts and you're, or you're adding five accounts or you're closing down five accounts, you can do that without involving me, but I'll right. see the change. Just, just it. Like, we don't have to say anything. Miles and I don't have to say anything. You just summarize the whole reason. That's it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Between the Lines. My name is Darren Mooney. Today, we have an interesting episode in which we will introduce our proprietary code of ethics solution, GView. We intend to share a unique perspective rather than your typical demonstration of a tool. Let's talk about the bells and whistles. No, we thought we would let you hear from customers and biggest fans of the tool, as well as a introduction to those that are behind the tool. I think if we're being honest, those of us that have been using these tools and have worked with the customer support will admit it's really about the customer support. It's really about the, the investment in the product on an ongoing basis. First up we have is Steve Piacker. Now, Steve Piacker is the founder of managing partner of 10 Coast Capital. He has over 30 years of experience investing at the intersection of technology and financial services. And so, Steve, we wanted to have on to bring his unique experience on the investor side. So not as a chief compliance officer or one with a great deal of a compliance administration experience using these tools, but really is a fintech investor and one who's uh, successfully invested in some game-changing technology utilized in financial services realm. We had a lot of moving parts at the time, but all firms are busy these days. And so we were looking for a platform that was incredibly easy and logical to launch within our firm, but also had a strong user interface and as much automation as possible so that on an ongoing basis, when we had, and we do have a full-time chief compliance officer who, who joined, but wears a number of hats, could use the platform along with all of our staff and partners to ensure that it's, if you will, the glue that holds it together and really works in the background to ensure that we're collecting and staying on top of all of the required data and transactions, as well as disseminating, you know, training and other elements. And uh, so the, all of those were key criteria when we were reviewing GView and competitor platforms. We do this for a living, hopefully better than not. And you know, generally we're seeking out software businesses that are solving mission critical problems. And the trick is to architect them in a way where behind the scenes, there's lots of complexity and it's a very robust, durable solution. But with respect to pushing out not only the user's current capabilities, but new capabilities for our companies, we're always very focused on how can you continue to innovate and, and create simplicity for the users uh, and intelligence for the users and drop down boxes that drive more intelligence. And we felt like and feel like GView has the right combination. And frankly, also a third element that we look for is given where you sit, sort of the point of the spear of compliance and the way the system's architected, there should be great extensibility in terms of ultimately expanding into adjacent capabilities off of that platform. All of those elements we look for in companies that, that we're backing. And, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I raised to you, you know, why I thought GView was so interesting. 
Our next GVU client that we are pleased to have on this podcast is Jenny Herman. Jenny Herman administers a program for additive advisory based in Memphis, Tennessee. And Jenny can describe the ease of use of GVU. Everybody understands that in order for a compliance tool to be successful, especially one that needs to be used by the general employee population, it needs to be easy to use or folks will not use it. I am the Chief Compliance Officer at Additive Advisory PBC. We're an RIA located in Memphis, Tennessee. We've been with Grayline for a couple of years and we really weren't actively looking for a platform. We talked to our compliance consultants and when they shared what this platform could do, I couldn't sign us up fast enough. And I think it wasn't really a question of what can't it do, but when I heard what it could do, I knew it would be a lot of help. And it's been really nice since we've been on the platform, I think since pretty much the beginning, I think we've also been helpful in adding feedback and things have been changed. And anytime that something doesn't either doesn't work for us or we foresee something coming up in a, that would be better, you know, the, the developers have been very quick to reply to that and make changes based on that. I'm running compliance for five people. I mean, there are other companies out there that are running compliance for 55, 500 people. Of those five people, some of them have 10 brokerage accounts, some have 15 brokerage accounts. We you know, run different restricted lists and watch lists and being able to keep all that information in one place, especially when time is of the essence in, in this industry with making sure that someone doesn't request a security transaction on something that's on our watch list or restricted list when they want the best turnaround for me or whoever else is being able to respond to that and approve a trade for them, as well as keeping everything in place. And especially when the portfolios themselves that we're watching have hundreds of investments, being able to make sure that someone isn't trading off of something they're not supposed to be trading is very helpful, but also compiling everything and making sure that what you requested today matches to what you actually did when the statements come in. And just the technology behind how much more efficient I am in this job as compliance officer has been amazing. It just really makes everything a lot more relaxed. I don't have to worry about losing files or someone not sending the right email or making sure things are in at a certain time or that you're attesting to the right version of the compliance manual because it's all done within the system. Why didn't we do it at my prior firm? That's Tanu, my client. She's inherited GView. She's the chief financial officer, chief compliance officer of Tenco's Capital. That was the first thing. I'm like, this makes everything so easy. Tanu previously worked at a private fund advisor that used the old school paper submission process. Was surprised with the privacy elements and really all the perceived concerns and perceived risks related to compliance management software related to sending your personal brokerage account information through software to the compliance function and the perceived risk associated with that. Tanu addresses those head on and speaks to her and I want you to hear from her directly. Yeah, why didn't we do it at my prior firm? Because it was just like, it's like you basically see uh, that you have like a magic wand and it works uh, type of a situation that I felt I had because I came... uh, and I tried to look into different programs, but I wasn't too happy like the way it would work. Uh, when I tried GView, because I had to upload my stuff first of all, it was just unbelievable how much time you can save and how much the whole information is there. And on top of that, it's there. But at the same time, you're not giving too much information to other employees in your company, because if you're not on one of these platforms, the other thing is that you have to give your statements. That gives too much information to other employees that you may not want to disclose, but you have to disclose. 
Yeah, that's interesting. So that's a, that's actually one of the reasons that some prospective users of GView might actually be apprehensive of using it, thinking that it risks privacy concerns and it discloses too much to the compliance administrators. But you actually feel the opposite. You just said that you think it actually limits the necessary disclosure that is required to make for regulatory reporting. Is that right? Yes. And I'll give you another example. Like say when you have like, when you're collecting those statements from your employees, sometimes they're confused, like what exactly do they have to give and things like that. And there's a lot more information in it. And guess what? It's written on a paper or usually in a PDF document. There are so many people who can have access to it and it could be used in a wrong way. So I think it was the other way around that you give the information in a way that it's required by SEC, uh, but at the same time, it's on a safe portal that is not just lying on somebody's desk. If there were a peer who said, well, to know you, you administer a program for a growth equity firm that is not advising on public issuers, transaction to public issuers for client portfolios. There's not a huge organization here. Why can't I just rely on paper reporting? What do you say to those people? (laughs) It's a lot more work when you have to go that other route. First of all, you have to basically remind. Then it's going to be all manual process. You have to remind them. Then you have to rely on them to give you statements. And then the problem I faced when I had this was, oh, I don't remember this. I don't remember my password. I can't give this to you. So it was just always such a huge process getting statements. And then you have to go through those statements to make sure that they are compliant. You know what? There is a lot more information that I need to see on their accounts, right? Like say, and again, if you see like in growth equity, private equity firms and things like that, most of the time that restrictive list is not that long. Like in my prior firm also, I felt that, that list maybe sometimes had maybe three, four, five companies that were on restrictive list. At 10 codes also, I have seen it's usually maybe two to three bats, depending on like if we have that company or there may be a potential acquisition with some other company type thing. So just to check those two, three companies, it's just it was just so much work. And I, frankly speaking, never felt like it was done fully or in like 100% way because like by the time we get the statement, sometimes it's like, what if they have already done this two months back or three months back? And like, you know, by the time they give me statements, it's already too late. What do we do about that? In GView, first of all, they're going to ask for approval. And if for some reason, you know, they do trade in any restrictive list, it will be caught way sooner than from the manual process. Steve and the team were actually in position to inherit another program, a competing software tool that had been previously used by Steve's colleagues at a prior organization. And I'll let you hear from Steve himself as to why they ended up moving away from that tool and moving towards GView. We're a registered advisor and we know that we've got to have accurate records and ability to generate a multitude of reports to the extent that the SEC or anyone else requests them. That hasn't happened yet, but we're recording our first anniversary uh, uh, next month. And I'm sure at some point that capability will be required. And I've got a lot of confidence that uh, all of that information is captured and can be generated appropriately out of the system. 
that's all great to hear. And Steve, now that you've transitioned to more of a user of the system and less of an administrator, do you find yourself grabbing the required duties out of your email inbox that are pinged to you by the system with the hyperlink taking you directly to whatever filing the obligation it is? Or do you leverage your dashboard just out of curiosity? I do both, but maybe that's because, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. So yeah. um, <laughs> You find both you know, ease of use. Yeah, when, when, when the link drops me in there, but uh, it's helpful to click back to the dashboard to just see what else is going on and any, any other requirements. But it's not it's not a system where I need to be in every day. Right. As you said, it's, it's really prompted by alerts. A, the work required up front to launch it was a fraction of that required by other platforms. And, and part of that is the way the system's architected and the way it collects data. And so that was a crucial decision. Another crucial decision was, you know, looking for a user interface and again, ease of use, both for administrators like myself and the chief compliance officer that ultimately joined, as well as all of our staff. And so, you know, we, we had been laboring for a number of weeks in considering and trying to launch a competing system and to no avail. And yet when we came to an agreement on GView, I think within a matter of a few hours, we were not only able to launch, but all of my colleagues were able to sign on, quickly provide authentication and access to our underlying investment accounts. And all of the historical data that we needed was pulled right into the system and we were off and running. That was probably a brief hesitancy on the part of some of the people, you know, I don't want to put my accounts out there and then my passwords out there, but we were able to talk and, you know, and have a presentation with the beginning about the security behind the brokerages and how they were connected and how it's similar to, I believe, some credit card or bank issuances and in, in that connectivity. So people were feeling that their information was safe and that there were no privacy issues. But it, it just was a lot easier. And to me, having it all out there in the cloud or in this area is a lot safer than everyone emailing me or scanning in 10 different sets of statements every month. And then those are on the network or they're in someone's folder. And it's, it's a little more, forever, um, right? right yeah. It's forever. Correct. So this way, you know, people can change if they switch brokers, they can change their accounts easily. It, and it kind of takes me out of a lot of it. If, if you're changing accounts and you're, or you're adding five accounts or you're closing down five accounts, you can do that without involving me, but I'll see the change. Ralph McGarry, would you please describe what you're responsible for? My title is technically Director of Technology, but I do it all as it relates to GView. I work with JP on handling demos. I work with our support and implementation team on training clients, customizing accounts, etc. And I also work with our development team on prioritization, bug fixes, new features, all that fun stuff. A huge differentiator for GView is the fact that there are players behind the tool that have serviced and developed competing product and predecessor tools in the industry for many, many years. Melsa has spent most of her career supporting users of predecessor tools in this space. So who better to know what are the real pain points of the users of this software? That experience is really what drives the intelligent design behind GView. And I thought it was really interesting what she had to say about that. When we were building out GView, we wanted to make the platform as user-friendly and as intuitive as possible. Frankly, it's hard enough to get 
users to complete these types of items, you know, um, a lot of times there's, you know, follow up needed. So we really wanted to make it as easy as possible for them so that when they logged in, they couldn't say, oh, I can't figure out how to sign off on my initial holdings report. I can't figure out how to sign off on my brokerage accounts. We did build it out. So there's, you know, really just two buckets of things that the employees need to complete. There's things that we're pushing down to them for completion and then things that they're pushing up to the CCO for completion and everything else sort of spins off from that. So, you know, we really try to keep our interactions through the help desk or, you know, live chat, the support phone line as succinct as possible. I really try to resolve any of my interactions with my clients in as few steps as possible. And Really, I do that based on my prior experience and in troubleshooting issues with clients. A lot of the times when you have a firm that's getting newly registered, the users don't have a great baseline knowledge of what their requirements are now as an employee of an SEC registered firm. So a lot of the assisting clients like that is really contextualizing, you know, the firm's just getting registered. They don't know what a reportable security is. They don't know which accounts they need to link up. They don't realize they have to add a private investment. That sort of thing. I really try to take into account, you know, the client's use case of the software in my interactions with them. If it's a firm that previously was, you know, using paper and submitting physical brokerage statements, moving to a product such as GView is, you know, it is a bit of legwork initially, like you said, because they do have to go into the system, link their accounts and, you know, make sure that they've disclosed everything. Take that into account if it is, you know, a firm that moved from paper and they don't realize that they now need to go into GView to submit a request for a private investment. Um, that sort of thing. And ease of use is huge here. We really wanted to make it as intuitive as possible for both, you know, individual users, as well as users on the admin side. Ease of use is certainly a theme that has been echoed throughout this episode. And it is one that is viewed on both the employee side and the compliance administrator perspective of the system. As an employee, you can do everything from the dashboard. Obviously, from a manager perspective, you do not want it to be difficult for your users to have to utilize a system when they are required to. That creates easy footfalls. That discourages use of the system and overall creates a bad sentiments throughout views of the compliance function. On the flip side of that, as an administrator, it is frustrating having to run reports and discover violations of your compliance policies with respect to personal trading. GView is designed to call them out and flag them via email. And again, from the compliance administrator dashboard perspective, and for them to be right there to address. Therefore, the compliance resources time can be better spent doing other things rather than having to run reports and discover issues with policy as uncovered via Excel spreadsheets. Now, the Chief Commercial Officer of the Americas, J.P. Gonzalez. Now, for many of those out there, J.P. needs no introduction. He is known as the fastest talker in compliance. You either love him or you don't understand him. Very good friend of mine, candidly. And he was also instrumental in building out GView once he joined the firm in 2019. JP sold a competing and predecessor compliance management software tool for much of the prior decade. Let's hear what he had to say. I guess when I joined, GView was already on track, and I was impressed that they were able to accomplish such a well-featured set tool with no prior experience of launching a call of ethics tool set, right? So they have really identified the strong bones, say, 
they went through the same process our firms go, where they look at themselves saying, hey, how do we consume these products across our clients? And how can we really benefit from this if we had control to create whatever we wanted? And I was really surprised that they basically nailed eight out of the 10 things that I had learned about over the previous seven years. They nailed eight out of 10. It was not hard for me, honestly, to see what were the missing two, which one of them was the way feeds were connected. And GBU, sadly, was in the same camp as most of the other technologies out there that were using direct feeds. But, you know, obviously, they were very open to getting feedback on this. And we went the, the route of aggregated feeds. Yodl is an aggregator. And they established with their technology back-end direct feeds through APIs. API is application programming software that is simply tech talk for a software intermediary that allows two applications to talk to each other. Data aggregation is the method in which most users, employees, and customers of GView are connecting their personal accounts. Now, data aggregation, if you're new to this concept, it's very different than the legacy method of connecting a personal trading accounts to a code of ethics management software. Traditionally, that method was direct electronic connections, working with individual brokerage houses where your employees have their personal accounts, establishing direct electronic connections to your firm software, which can take up to six months, depending on that particular brokerage. It, sometimes it, it can result in requiring to limit the number of brokerages and where your employees may have accounts. If you have used TurboTax to submit your taxes or mint.com for personal finances. You have used data aggregation to pull in your third-party personal accounts into one system. And that is exactly one of the primary methods in which GView connects to personal brokerage accounts and why it can be so quickly uh, in a matter of a week, an entire firm can be up and running on GView given how swiftly individuals can connect accounts. So let's hear Melsa talk a little bit more detail as to what that is and what that means. Yodley actually has an API with all of the larger brokerages like Fidelity, Schwab, E-Trade, where essentially they've established a sort of, you know, secure relationship where these brokers say, okay, you know, Yodley, we know you, we trust you. When our users link their accounts, the brokers recognize Yodley as a valid connection and don't consistently ask the users for two-factor authentication. So Yodley is able to bypass most of those two-factor authentication requirements. you have further questions on GView or would like to receive a free demonstration, please feel free to contact us via the links on our website. That'll be it for today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time.